Hi. Today is the second day of the challenge, and I hope you're still on it. Yesterday, I mentioned something about the kingdom of God, and I would want to throw more light on it. And um, Jesus said that the kingdom of God is not tangible. He said it cannot be said here it is or there it is, but the kingdom of God is already among us. If I mean it cannot be seen, you can't you can't feel it, you can't touch it. <laughs> but how is it amongst us? Because let me explain something. Um, right from the time of Saul, the first king, right down to David and Solomon and all the other kings. Israel had um, experienced kinship, okay, so they had been in a system of a kingdom whereby God made themselves, God made them kings themselves in the midst of a king. And so you'd realize that um, they had servants who were not Israelites, and people who would plow for them, people who would fetch water for them, and they themselves lived like kings among, like a greater king. But then they rebelled against God and God was really angry with them. So he sold them out to a different kingdom, like a greater one. One of them was Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of Babylon. It was a very, very great king. So they became slaves and servants in, that, in those nations. Now, after a while, to fulfill prophecy and also because they called out to God, God brought them out of exile and they returned to their own country. By this time, they came back without a king. And prophecy had it that there had to be a king amongst them. Remember in the book of Numbers, when, the, when Balaam said that there's supposed to be a king, there's a shout of a king amongst them. So they were expecting a king to come. So when Jesus came, some people believed that he is the king of Israel, but Amidst, amidst, uh, amidst a whole lot of controversies surrounding his, his birth and all, others also did not believe it. Well, but um, he still is the king of Israel. He's the king of the Jews, which Pilate also showed to the whole world. Um, when he came, he came to establish a new order. The kingdom that he brought wasn't the kingdom that Israel was looking at, okay? wasn't what they were expecting he brought about a new kingdom now this kingdom is the rulership of god not physically but then in the heart so the kingdom is a kingdom whereby it is established in an individual the kingdom is established in the heart the holy spirit begins to rule over the person and then the person begins to conform to the rulership of this spirit now the kingdom like jesus said is amongst you he said it's, it's it's in our hearts it's a worship in spirit and in truth and it's not found at a location okay the place where this kingdom is is in the heart there's one other evidence jesus gave that the kingdom is already amongst us now when you read the book of matthew chapter 12 verse 28 jesus says something he said if i am casting out demons by the spirits of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived amongst you. What is the meaning of this? You see, anytime a government takes over, the government leaves a mark. When NDC comes to power, NDC will leave something to show that it was in power. When NPP comes to power, NPP will leave a mark that it came to power. In the same way, when Satan comes to rule in your life, he will leave something behind. 
he will leave a demon. He will leave sickness. He will leave something negative. But Jesus said that when I cast out this particular mark from amongst you, it means that I have taken over. So that sickness is cast out from you. So when you remember that when Jesus went to heal the blind man, he asked him, do you believe in the Son of God? He said, where is he that I will believe? Then Jesus said, the one that speaks to you, I am he. The man just nodded and said, yes, I do believe. At that particular time in the man's life, the kingdom of God had been established. Now, when Jesus went to see Zacchaeus, so Zacchaeus, come down to your house today. When Jesus, before Jesus left the house, what did Zacchaeus do? He repented in his life and he gave back to everybody whom he had robbed. He paid them over what he had, he had, he had robbed them of. So at that particular time also, the kingdom of God had been established in Zacchaeus' life. That is the new kingdom Jesus is talking about. You see, the kingdom is an individual one. It's a spiritual one. Like I said, it is not tangible. You cannot see it. But the individual will change. The kingdom of God sets over the person. That is the kingdom of God. So it actually is amongst us. The kingdom of God is amongst us. So I want us to discuss um, one parable. One parable to show how this kingdom of God also operates. Some of the characteristics in this kingdom of God. Now when we become a part of the kingdom of God, I want us to discuss um, the persistent widow. Okay, that is from the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Jesus tells us about how the king rules in this kingdom. So it says that there is a judge who doesn't fear God one. He doesn't care about people. But there's this woman that feels like she's been denied justice for a very, very long time. And she goes to him consistently begging this judge, please plead my case on my behalf. Please rule, rule in favor of me. But this man doesn't fear God. Why Jesus, why Jesus actually compares the kingdom of God to this one is because of the persistence of the widow. He says we should also be persistent when we are requesting for something from God. We compare these two judges. In the kingdom of God, the judge is actually a fair one. He wages a righteous war and he judges really, really fairly. But the judge in the widow's case doesn't fear God. He's not afraid of anybody. He doesn't feel accountable to anyone. He does what he pleases. Yet, the persistence of the widow drove him crazy for him to act on, on her behalf. So just imagine that a man who doesn't fear God being driven crazy by persistence. Being compared to one who actually loves us, this judge in the kingdom of God cares for us to the extent that he, he, he engaged the law of exchange to take our place on the cross so that we will not die, but we will live eternally. We born again will not die, we'll just sleep and wake up in paradise. Okay, so then we do not die. But then this, this, this is the judge that we come to. In this new kingdom, this is the judge we have. And... Also, what else would I want to say? Um, the, whereas the judge, he, the judge does not care about people. But this our judge, like I said, he cares about us. So our consistent prayer, like we are doing today's day two, continue to pray for that relative, continue to pray for that friend. Whatever request I'm brought before God, be consistent about it. Never give up. He will come through for you. So like I said, let us pray for our relatives let's pray for our friends and god will come to this righteous god this righteous judge who wages a righteous war and judges fairly he will come through for us in jesus name